welcome back to the Vinland Chronicles, a Vinland Saga podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. I'm Chad. Today we are here to cover Season 1, Episode 10, titled Ragnarok. Yes, sir. Chad, what did you think? I liked the episode. I really did. I had fun with it. I did too, because I did not expect the series to take a turn like it did today. Oh, really? No. What they're doing with Askeladd's character I find very interesting, and I just wasn't prepared for it. Even though I made a discovery last episode, I think it was, last episode or two episodes ago, and you were like, oh, really? So I don't know if that was you bluffing or so basically we're tell me the discovery because I've Askeladd's midlife crisis. Okay, I talked about how his beard hair was falling out the other day, and you're like, "Oh, really?" I was like, "They're trying to." I said, "They're trying to show us that he's getting older." And you're making me a little concerned with the audio. How's it going over there? All right, we're good. Continue on. All right, he says we're good. Am I confident? No. Will I keep going on? Yes. I said his beard hair was falling out. You were like, oh, really? I said, it's like they're trying to tell him, tell me that he's getting old. And you were like, oh, really? Were you bluffing? Or I don't know what you were doing. Really? I don't remember, or I don't know if you remember what you watched. <laughs> oh, what a sound. I probably have been bluffing some on occasions, made bluffs. Okay. <laughs> but I, do I remember when I've bluffed? No, I do not. Is Askeladd looking old this episode? Yeah. He's looking freaking old. <laughs> He's looking very old. So let's hop on in to Ragnar- Ragnarok. That's tough. AKA the one where Askeladd is officially in a midlife crisis. All right. While we wait, he first asked for four seconds, then he asked for an additional five seconds, and now I will talk about the Patreon. You can join it. It's five bucks a month. You can get three more of these episodes. I yes, did. you can. You can also... Oh. Get to learn a little something. Yeah, learn a little something. Where you can hear very dumb stories about Ronnie's brother, Travis. Yeah, uh, Trav just got called for jury duty. He was picked. Um, he was one of the 12 picked out of 169 people, which I found hilarious. He'll be telling us all about it, even though I'm it's sure exciting. he's not supposed to, on the next Lowell's. Yes, Also, the Wi-Fi is not working for my computer, so I will say screw it. I'm good. Why is it not working? I was going to click. Do you know the password? Yeah, it's on. I'm on the Wi-Fi. It's just not. It's just not letting me. I mean, that sounds like something that would be happening. (laughs) So yeah, you can you can go, and if it loads up, it loads. If not, then it doesn't. Okay, it's just how it goes. We. We start off, it's a foggy day, back at the London Bridge. Some soldiers are becoming impatient. And one mentions that the prince got scared. He's scared. Just then, I become scared because there is a boulder that comes flying in. I thought it was Zeke for a second. We cut over to see that Thorkel is embracing his inner beast titan and chucking said boulders one-handed. How big are these boulders, Ronnie? It is a, a good question because when they hit over where the uh, the soldiers were, they seemed like they were the size of hmm, a grapefruit. You know, that's something about boulders. There's not really a good way to describe the size of them because they get so big, we don't have a whole lot of balls that size. 
Now, so you would have to almost describe it as a different kind of object. An even better question is how big is Thorkel? Thorkel, if is I see eight foot, I least. think he's at least eight foot, 295 pounds of just pure muscle, pure muscle. And his hand size is that of our faces put together. Okay. That's, he could yeah, grab yeah. both of our heads in one hand. Uh, what size of the boulder did you think it was? Uh, I would say three volleyballs. Oh, put bigger. Together. You think bigger than bigger. that? Bigger. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. When they hit the land, I was like, oh, they're huge. And then I saw them, the boulders okay. in his hands, and I was like, well, they're not that big. I would say a family size. No, a family party a size. KFC bucket meal? Uh, what's it called? Beach ball at a Nickelback concert. Yes. Some around But there. one of the big ones. That's what I'm saying. It's a family size That's beach not ball. a thing. There's not a family size beach ball. That's when you want to say that something's bigger, you just say family size. That's everyone knows that. When I hear family size, I infer that it's something that I can eat for just me. Well, Ronnie, most people, when they hear family size, they think, oh, okay, I can eat that with the family. That's why they call it family size. Like when I'm... If I'm living alone, do you think that I'm still not getting the family size bag of Doritos, or do you think I go, "Oh, well, I'm not a, I'm not in a family, I'm not at a family household"? Now, no. Now the snack size Doritos are a joke. They are so tiny. So I'll I'll say that that's normal to not get that. But a family size, Ronnie? Okay, whatever. So Thorkel, he's becoming impatient because these cowards won't attack. And that is no way to get to Valhalla, because to get to Valhalla, you gotta die. And you gotta die fighting. The men are pretty ticked off at all these insults, so some of them run up to Ragnar, or Egghead, as we also know him, trying to convince him to let them attack. I don't know what Ragnar's role is. The the way they've described him so far, at least the king has Mm -hmm. described him, is... Essentially, Prince Canute's assistant. Which is... Well, when I say assistant, it's like his he's like, right-hand yeah. man that does everything for him. Okay. Yeah. It's just... It's his annoying because subordinate. typically, like, based off what I know of uh, war, lore, and all that stuff, the guy that you'd be going up to try and convince the prince to do this would be someone who's like seasoned in battle but this guy just seems like he i don't know provides fresh towels for prince canute yeah it's really confusing on what he actually does he might have actually been a fighter you know way back when but he seems pretty old too but we do know he sucks he sucks what cock I'm, well like dude like i'm sorry i said that he sucks at being cool i don't who, like who him. does canute he sucks or ragnar? At being likable ragnar I thought, yeah, I thought it was just Ragnar, but God, I really missed the mark with Canute. I thought he was going to be much cooler than he seems to be. Well, you haven't heard him speak yet. I haven't heard him speak yet, but he's not doing a whole lot of things I'm down with this episode. Well, he's not really doing much of anything, is one thing. Yeah, which is something I'm not (laughs) down with. Get to work, buddy. So they have 4,000 men. They are sure that they can beat Thorkel, but Ragnar is very cautious about Thorkel, and we also know he's very protective over his sweet Prince Canute. 
Ragnar says, when the time comes, his highness shall give the order. But for now, just wait. After a boulder lands like 20 feet away from him. He says, wait. They listen to their directions. And then just then, a boulder comes in, takes the two guys out he was talking to. Yep. So maybe don't wait. Maybe always stay moving. Well, he can wait. Those guys can't wait anymore, though. Right. They're done for. (laughs) That is correct. Inside a tent, a priest is praying with Canute. Ragnar walks in. Outside, you can hear some smack talk about the prince, like coward, uh, chicken. What's another thing that you wouldn't like to hear outside of a tent while you're praying and people are waiting to fight? Um, Gafer. Dude. Okay. Oh, that's what I wouldn't want to hear that. You said, <laughs> I mean, you're right. You wouldn't oh, yeah. want to hear that. Why would you not want to hear that? I would never want to hear that even if I was outside of a tent, but that's also something inside of a tent that I would not want to hear. I wouldn't want to hear the N-word. There's a lot of things I wouldn't want to hear, Ronnie. <laughs> okay, you're right. There's a, another thing you wouldn't yeah. want to hear. They're all out They're all out of family size Doritos. Yeah. That's fair. You played the game correctly. He's not wrong. So Ragnar comes in says, don't worry, when winter comes, we will receive the message to withdraw. And Ragnar then starts praying for Canute. So lame. That is so lame. Don't pray for someone when that person is... Well, here's... What is my rule here? I don't know. Don't pray for someone who's in charge of the situation when they're also praying. It's tough because you haven't heard Canute speak yet. What if when he speaks, you change your mind on everything? Okay, but what uh, what would happen? I can't imagine where, where you're going with that. He speaks. What happens? Ronnie goes, oh, my gosh. that is, oh, His voice. Why would I ever uh, be, hate on him? He's got such a good voice. Here's actor. the problem with anime. Know. He's going to speak. I'm not going to know what he says. Yeah, you, there's words on a screen, Ronnie. You I read the words. But something's lost when I read it. That's like I saying, read it. I read it in Ronnie. Okay, Ronnie. That's like saying, yeah. I've never once yeah, felt sorry for myself. I read a book, but when I read it, it said that this person said this. But did he actually say it? Because I read it. I didn't hear him say it. Okay, so you're just saying his words. You're making it seem like it's his voice. I'm going to be so worked up. Yeah, about. Yeah, both. You're going to see. Oh, it's going to be translated in real time, and then you're going to hear his voice and be like, "Did I really hate on this guy?" I mean, if he has a way with words. Maybe that'll mean something to me. Maybe. All I'm saying... The the mystique around him right now. I forgot how long they lasted with this mystique. Yeah. Aura of Prince Canute. All I'm saying is when he speaks, I'm sure there's going to be a fine Japanese voice actor doing some work. I'll hear it, but I'm not going to know what he's going to say. And then I'm going to read the words on the screen. Mm -hmm. And those words in my mind are going to sound like Ronnie. I'm, I'm personally a big fan of him. I respect somebody that just does nothing. He just prays and does nothing. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, what are you going to do? Maybe he saw Thorkel and he's like, we have no chance. I'm just going to sit here and just pray. Do nothing else. Let me make my stance very clear, okay? I'm just impartial on him right now. Initially, when I saw him standing around, I thought, okay, this guy's going to be cool. I didn't love him this episode. So now he's kind of just neutral. Because he hasn't spoke, Ronnie. Who I don't like is Ragnar the Eggnar. See, I'm a big fan. Anybody that just does nothing, I'm a big fan of. This show has too has too many people doing too much. Yeah. So we need we need to to even it out. I like that. 
Back over on the bridge, Thorkell is still pretty worked up. He says you can't have a battle if one side doesn't attack. And then a guy named Asgir, I think, climbs up the ladder. They chat for a bit when Asgir reveals that this is Second Prince Canute across the water here. And Thorkell gets an absolute war boner. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And why does he do this, Ronnie? What is he so excited about? Just to capture him? Just to attempt to kill him? What's the plan here? Well, okay. There could be some history that we don't know of. But I also think that Thorkell's the kind of guy that if he gets the chance to kill a prince, whether they're badass or not, he's just excited to take that opportunity. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's not going to kill him if he does nothing. Huh? He's not going to kill him if he does nothing. What do you? He just said there you, can't be a there can't be a war if the one side doesn't fight. So if Prince Canute just does nothing, it's gonna it might make him mad. I don't know what your point is. You said he he would want to kill a prince whether he's a badass or not, but it's like he might get pissed off seeing a prince that is just doing absolutely nothing. Right, right. But that wasn't his vibe. His vibe was when he heard it, he went. Oh, okay, all right. Why didn't you tell me earlier? We come back from the OP, and a young Thorfinn is sleeping in a meadow. Very dreamy vibes here. That's because mm-hmm. it is a dream. That's why the vibes are such. He is shocked that he's here, and he sees his mother, his sister, Ari is slacking off, watching the sheep. And it's time to let Father know it's time for dinner. And they're having meat for a celebration. He's dreaming of meat. Something that my cohort Chad does. He notices that it's nice and warm. And then we get Thorfinn and Thor's talk about how nice it is. Uh, Thorfinn likes it here. And Thor says he needs to protect his mother and sister. They're waiting for him to come home. Oof. And he asks Thorfinn, or he asks if Thorfinn understands as it becomes gray and cloudy. And then Thor says... He basically uh, really nails the point home. Says, stop trying to get revenge. Do you really think that would make me happy? And that has got to, I mean, he's so much older now. That's got to suck when you really think about it. You're like, did I waste, how long has it been? Like seven years? Did I waste seven years of my life doing this? I mean, we've already kind of had this talk from Thor's uh, back on the island or whatever it was when Thorfinn was on the boat by himself. This one was the first time it really hit me, though, because I was like, okay, Thorfinn is such a badass. Like, he might not be a top-notch sailor by himself, but he could definitely make a pretty good go at getting back home. Yeah, he could. He could could give it a good go. I mean, he's been... He's been doing this shit for seven years now. Like right. He has at least some experience. And it just happened, like his growth happened so quickly that I hadn't stopped to consider like this whole time I've been like, oh yeah, he's stuck here. He's just going to have to kind of go with these guys. One, because he's trying to kill Askeladd. Two, like who else is going to just take a strange boy in in these times? But then that one, I just heard Thorfinn be like, or Thor say, go home, like be with your mother and sister. I'm like, Yeah. The guy like walked miles with 27 broken bones. He could find a way back to Iceland. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The dream carries on and they walk up to their village, which is being pillaged. Oh, yeah. 
Some of the guys shoot arrows at Thorfinn, but they miss. But when he turns around, turns out they hit his father, causing him to wake up from his nightmare. It's that PTSD in him. Yep, Thorfinn sits, thinks for a moment about where he was in that dream. And yeah, I mean, do you have any other takes on this whole dream sequence? I think it's freaking awesome. It's like he, his, uh, his subconscious is like fighting himself, kind of. Right. It also, I had this uh, theory early on, and I felt like this dream helped me in my theory some. I still feel like Vinland, this land they talk about, is just another word for Valhalla. Okay. Um, that such a place that they talk about doesn't actually exist. Uh, and it's just something that's like in their dreams, whether they n- know it or not. I feel like at some point, maybe it's going to click and he's going to be like, oh, Vinland, this place we're trying to get to, it's just Valhalla. Um, but that dream just kind of reignited my thoughts on that. Yeah, and it's interesting that he, this is multiple times now, he's had like either a daydream or a night dream to where it's still, I mean, it definitely is making him think, but it still just doesn't instantly snap him out of it. Well, it's just like, I mean, obviously, here's the thing, like he saw his sister and his mom, but at the same time, they weren't, they didn't, they looked like they were even younger than when we saw Thorfinn last with them. Um, his father is there and Thorfinn wakes up and he's not like, oh, I was dreaming I was in Valhalla or something like I was talking with my dad. He's talking about it like it's a place that he doesn't know, didn't know existed. Like, where was that? And it's kind of like, I don't know. Is it you're seeing some of like their perfect selves in Valhalla? Yeah. Like that was just interesting to me that they took the time to animate his sister and mother looking differently. Yeah, they definitely looked younger. It was like maybe when he was a, even younger than he was, like four or five. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, he saw them when that happened, but it was just an interesting interesting choice. I like seeing it. So we go to a scene change. November 1013, outskirts of Bath. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bath? You know a lot about the area of Bath? Oh, I've been to the outskirts of a lot of people bathing. In my time. When is the last time you took a bath? You are a lengthy fella. It would need to be quite a tub. Oh, I'm lengthy. And I also just don't see you as a person who can appreciate a refined bathing. I love bathing baths. I love doing bathing baths. All right, then answer my question. Um, The last time that I have taken a bath. Now, bubbles or does it matter? doesn't matter. It can be clear. You can see straight to the wee-wee. That's fine. Last time I've taken a bath... Hot tubs don't count? No. Does. What else would count? I'll I'll tell you what counts. A bath. (laughs) So a river? It can't just be like a lake or a river? No, it's got to be in a tub, a porcelain tub, uh, preferably. And it doesn't necessarily have to be porcelain. I take that back. And you got to run the water, and you got to sit in it for at least fifteen La- minutes. Lazy pool doesn't count at um, white water. Yeah, that's flags. close, but no, it does not <laughs> count. Then I would say November of two thousand and two is the last. Has time. it been that long? <laughs> I would have zero clue when the last time. I've really, taken a bath it's is. been that long. It's been years and years and years. Wow. 
besides sitting down in the shower. And I know that you're going to say that doesn't count. I just can tell you. Yeah, say I that. mean, it definitely doesn't count. Although, when you sat down in the shower, have you ever stopped up the water? No. Nope, doesn't count. Unless there's standing water, it's not I a bad. I don't have enough hair. I've, I've got hair on my head. I don't have a lot of hair down low. Is that what you mean when you that stop up? That has nothing to do with okay. anything that I've been saying at all. And I think you know that. <laughs> all right. Ask Lad's been... I was in a bath last night. Ask Lad's been... I wasn't in a bath last night. But I love to read in a bath. Now, I would love to take an Epsom salt bath. I oh, heard. yeah. I've done those. How does it feel? It feels great. Salty? I mean, in the wintertime, do your feet never get, like, frozen cold? Yeah. Next time that happens, which, once again, you're at a disadvantage because you're too large for a bath. Get Thank yourself, you. Get your, and I'll tell you the most, uh, the best part about a bath, and I need to make something very clear. I don't take a bath that regularly, but I'm one who appreciates it. Sounds like you do. Nope. I appreciate a bath. The best part is is letting the water get warm, laying in it. You want to make sure there's a skim little surface, a little layer of water, okay? Then stopping up the drain and letting it fill up around you. Like almost like you're drowning, but then right before you drown, you stop the water. You see really? what I'm saying? I see it, but yeah, I've yeah. never done that. I mean, if most people are like, oh, you want me to run a bath? They get the water all the way to the top. They're missing the best part. That's what my grandma used to do when I was a kid. I can remember taking a bath with my sister. I was probably like four or five years old, and I peed in the bath. Okay. And I remember thinking, oh, no, would that get somebody pregnant? Okay. And I appreciate you for sharing your thoughts, even though they were weird. How is that weird? A young boy? That's a cute little thinking thing that a young boy thinks. Oh no, I peed. And you know why? I think I saw an episode of South Park where Cartman says that you get girls pregnant by peeing. And so I like freaked out. You saw a, an episode of South Park at five years old? Yeah. Or no, maybe it was years later. I was like, wait a minute. I peed in that bath wait, when I was younger. Were you 15? I was 12. <laughs> Ask Lad's men are chilling around some campfires. Uh, but one of the guys questions their leader. Says it's almost winter, most of the army has withdrawn, but they're still out here picking off gloomy villages. One suspects that they are just trying to earn some money before they go back. They only have a hundred men, so they you know they're just trying to find a bigger village, get a nice little score like they did last time before they went home for the winter. You ever think they could just, you know, ask these people politely to have some of their food and stuff instead of killing them Until, and yeah. raping them. It's almost like if they worked as a team, they could provide something for both sides. Yeah. It's pretty crazy thinking, Chad, but we could maybe just try it. Yeah. I would give it a shot. But he also calls the first guy, uh, so this is the person who's trying to be reasonable. reasonable. He's like, oh, yeah. We're just trying to get one last big score. He calls the first guy who was questioning Askeladd stupid. And you just can't get away with that. So there's a little bit of tension that starts, but we cut over because elsewhere, another guy is talking with Bjorn about how yep. it's been kind of a bad year. I, I think it's funny that we're getting some of these other guys, uh, but we have no clue what their names are. 
Oh yeah, I know. I've seen now the one that's talking with Bjorn. I've actually seen that guy multiple times, but yeah. not once have I ever thought of. I've never been like, oh, what's that guy's name or anything. I just don't care. They're animating the same guys. Yeah, but we only know three of them. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's but it is weird though. The one talking to Bjorn, it's like I know him. He, I see him the most often. Mm-hmm. Still don't know his name. Bjorn says they've been uh, pillaging England for 10 years, but this year especially has been horrible. He said he heard the King of England escaped overseas, which means the King of Denmark has won and the war is coming to an end. Uh, Let me just first off say, I believe everything Bjorn says. You do? Bjorn's my guy. I think he's got his ear to the ground. I think he's got good sources. He's so calm and collected now. It is funny to see him from the beginning of the series to now, just how cool he actually is. Uh, now, the other guy that he's having this conversation with, he isn't so sure with Thorkell in London, but Bjorn expects Thorkell to turn cloak once he sees the writing on the wall. Um, so, I say I trust everything he says. I did, but the whole Prince Canute situation is obviously going to throw all of this out of whack. But yeah, he doesn't know that. Yeah, Bjorn had it right. If everyone just followed the rules, Bjorn nailed it. Mm-hmm. So just then they're interrupted by the fight. Uh, Bjorn tells the the creepy man. This is the, the other guy that we've like... That we've seen a lot. He's got... He looks very Asian. You know, Have I said who he looks like? No. He looks like... Because you remember I've seen uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure um, the first season like five times? Yeah. He looks like the one guy who helps Dio in season <laughs> yes, he one. He does. He totally does. I swear, yeah. like, and I'll admit this is such a stupid thought to have, but when you watch too much anime, this is what happens. And God, I can't admit this, but I'm going to. For half a second, I swear to God, for half a second, I went, is that the same actor? <laughs> is that the same actor? <laughs> And then I went, whoa, Ronnie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They're drawings. Yeah. They're just drawings. They're just drawings. That is hilarious. And then I got up to walk that off for a little bit. Yeah, he does. He really does look like that same guy, though. Thank you. Very creepy. So Bjorn tells that man to just tell Askeladd whoever, just that the fight happened after whoever dies. He's like, oh, there's nothing we can do now. He did the biggest crime that one could do against another man which was call him stupid. Yep. And there was something else. There was a little bit more drama. It seemed like the uh, the tension came from, from pre-existing Ognotions. yep. But yeah. <laughs> Thorfinn walks up to the top of a mountain, looking at the fertile land around, and reminds him of his dream. He thinks back to the snow that's probably piling up in Iceland, thinks about the day his father died, and then he's not the only one up there because Askeladd happens to be there too. And he says he's surprised to th- see Thorfinn so early. What is Askeladd thinking up here? Because he's by himself. Oh, he is, is. He's deep in thought. You think he's having a little uh, midlife crisis? Well, almost. I'm 100% sure that that's what's happening at some point, And I'm sure this is part of it. The other thing I'm concerned with is like, has he slept? <laughs> yeah. Every time it's shown him, even when he's laying down acting like he's sleeping, his eyes are open. And are the guys back at camp, are they getting ready to go to sleep now that the 
the sun is coming up. That's what it seems like. Because he's like surprised to see Thorfinn up, he says, so early. But at the same time, he's like, oh, do the boys keep you up? Hey, go to sleep. If I was Askeladd, there would be a curfew. Well, maybe there, he does have his own curfew, and he's just like, well, they, they can make their own rules. I'm not their dad, you know? And maybe they pillaged this village just last night. That's probably what it is. And they just, like, they party for a full night, yeah. and they sleep a whole day, you know, rest their bones a bit, and then get back to it. That's and, more than likely what that is, And yeah. he just knows that Thorfinn isn't as messed up as all the others, so after the pillaging's done, he goes to sleep. Oh. Yeah, now that that is actually... Very interesting. Does he know? This makes me think, too, that Askeladd, 90% of the time, is not a part of the rapings and killings. I have I think I'm with you there. And Thorfinn, obviously, he's killed people. Do you think he's done no. any? No. I am so mad at you for even suggesting okay. that. I'm just wondering. Shut up, Chad. I'm just wondering. Hey, Chad, shut up. So is our boy, is he going to lose it to somebody that's worthy of it? Yes. Okay. Just making sure. Shut up. God. Thorfinn snaps at him, telling him to... Because Askeladd's just having a little uh, convo, a real laid-back yeah. conversation. We haven't had or seen them really do this ever. And Thorfinn's not getting ready to start now. He's like, quit acting like we're friends. Thorfinn thinks Askeladd is full of himself, thinking he can control Thorfinn. Um, but Thorfinn promises to one day slit his throat. It's dude. It's one of those where you can just, you know, he wants to, but at the same time, you're like, you don't want to do that. Like it's just got that weird feeling of, oh, you don't want to. Come on. What? Like Thorfinn has been. It's been driving him. That's all he's thought of this entire time. That it almost just feels like manufactured. Like it's not even a real thing anymore. It's been going on for so long. See, that's how I used to think. Of, that's how I would have thought about it a few episodes ago. He wants to kill Askeladd so bad, man. He just doesn't want to do it in a way that he doesn't think is filled with honor. Which, but that, oh, that just sucks too, though, because he could do it at any time. Yeah. If he wanted to. He really could. So easily. Now, they were having a nice little chat. Thorfinn snaps at Askeladd, and instead of like trying to uh, chill out the situation a bit, de-escalate it Askeladd responds with oh I'm so scared I love when he does this it's so epic he is the ultimate uncle that is just something an uncle would do (laughs) he does calm down a bit and he says that time is on Thorfinn's side Askeladd is growing old and someday he will lose to Thorfinn even the strongest dies someday aka Thor's and I mean that's also why you gotta love Askeladd he has that wherewithal to like... Th- we have a guy at work. We talk about him a lot on the Patreon. Um, his name is Dr. Jumba. <laughs> this guy is over 50 years old. Has every ailment in the book for someone who can still walk around. Yep. Bad knees, bad back, bad feet. Achilles. He was complaining oh, yeah. about that the He's other got day. an Achilles issue. But yet he still thinks that he can beat up every single person in the world. Yep. Like a 
I don't know, a 6'9 linebacker could uh, walk into work who was also trained in yeah. UFC, the UFC. And we would ask this guy, and he would seriously be And we would be ask like, this guy, be like, why are you a linebacker at 6'9? Yeah. And then... it's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> and um, Dr. Jumba would still be like, yeah, it's diff- It's different than a UFC fight. If I get a hold of him, it's over. It's over. I outweigh him. I'm 20 pounds heavier than that joker. <laughs> so I'm happy to see that Askeladd is not that way. He's like, yeah, dude, I'm getting old. You can't defeat Father Time. You're getting, I mean, you still aren't even close to your prime. You're building up to it. You'd kill me. Dude, he, Askeladd was going to let him kill him when he was like seven. Mm-hmm. Think about that. He legit. That's, that's crazy too. That is so wild to think that he was literally going to let it happen, and just well, maybe I don't. But he was. was call, he? I mean, he was calling his bluff, and he was right. Like this kid can't do it. But at the same time, like, what if Thorfinn was a little serial killer? Yeah. What if he just like happened to snap a little bit? Exactly. He had already been experimenting with animals. Now he wanted to get get his hands on some human blood. Askeladd tells Thorfinn to look around. They're surrounded by some stone pillars. He said the people who are here now didn't build these. Uh, Those were strong Romans who came before, but they were destroyed 500 years ago. They had an advanced civilization. Thorfinn, he's starting to become antsy, but Askeladd continues. The human race is getting older. The Saxons destroyed the Romans, and er, and we're going to destroy the Saxons. Do you know what the Saxons are exactly? No, I should probably know that because that's a. I mean, this yeah, this is some serious. uh, This is some serious. I've heard of the Romans before. Who are the Saxons? Yeah, the Romans. I'm familiar with them. I mean, obviously English. A single nation bringing together migrant Germanic peoples. Jutes. There we go. Frisians. You can't say that. And assimilated Celtic Bretons. Interesting. I thought maybe when I looked it up, something would be uh, refreshed in my memory. That did not happen. Yeah, but we get the idea. Yeah. He says, The Roman Empire is a thing of the distant past. The Christians say the last judgment is coming in only 20 years. On that day, God will kill everyone and their world will be completely destroyed. Is Askeladd a Christian? Hmm. The way he talks about this a little bit later on, it makes me feel like Askeladd, and you would never suspect that from a guy like Askeladd. You wouldn't. By the way, this phenomenon, phenomenon is called Ragnarok, name of the episode. I had to get that in there. Now, I've heard of Ragnarok from, I think, a Marvel movie. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Never seen it. That's why I called it a movie. It could be a film. It's still up for debate. I've never seen it. so I, I believe that is the one with the Hulk in it. And if that is the case, I do recall that being somewhat of a film. If the Hulk's in it, then I would agree. Never seen it. Why? Because of the Hulk? Any- wait, wait, wait. Let's stable this down. Are you saying that any movie the Hulk is in, any it is movie. a film? Any movie the Hulk is in, it turns into a film. Interesting. Some would be shocked considering that The Incredible Hulk is one of the lowest rated Marvel films. Never seen it. (laughs) But it's a film. But it's a film. Okay. Who knew that you uh, were such a fan of Liv Tyler? 
Who is Liv Tyler? In that film. Steven Tyler's daughter? Oh, yeah. She's a decent her, looking lady. Uh, look her up. Look her she, up? She, she was. She's got a little bit of a wet blanket thing going on. I don't know. What, what is that? <laughs> Liv Tyler. Liv Golf. Yeah. Like a resting bitch face, maybe? Oh, yeah. She's all right. Yeah. See, you, turn, you turned it back a little bit, though, right? Yeah. I am losing my voice. She looks too much like Steven. Are, do you see him when you're looking mm-hmm. at her? I do. I mean, listen, she seems lovely, but she's just that's never like been one of my celebrity crushes. That's like when you're in high school and you're, one of your good friends has a sister, and like every time you look at her, she's pretty attractive, but then you can only think of your friend. Yes. And then you still sleep with her anyways. Moving on, the sun comes up. When they see something on the horizon, a man riding a horse, Askeladd recognizes him as an ally. And Thorfinn was ready to go at it. Oh, yeah. He, he was, was grabbing sticking up from his uncle, Askeladd. <clears throat> turns out he's a soldier from Prince Canute's unit. Askeladd tells him that the main army is further north, north on their way home. And Thorkell is said to be leading a charge on the main army with only 500 men. This was an awesome game changer. Yes. Because I just... Thorkell got so antsy. <laughs> yeah, he did. Like, I thought, oh, okay, yeah, they went, killed Prince Canute's men, they headed back for their bridge. No, he got a taste, he's going after the entire meal, yeah. he is chasing down the king... Well, chasing down the prince who is fleeing, and then I mean, or what is he? What do they say? He's he's going after. Yeah, no, no, no. I said it right. Thorkel said, "Screw the prince. He's going after the main army." <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had to remind myself because I'm like, okay, wait, because. Askeladd and the boys, they're going after Prince Canute. Thorkell said, screw that. We're just going after the whole thing, which seems ridiculous. How? Who are these guys who are just like, yeah, yeah, we'll do that? When you got Thorkell with you, you you'll do anything, I guess. Like, I get the guys who think they're going to Valhalla and stuff, but uh, what about the English guys that Thorkell's with? They're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. 500 of us versus all of them? Let's yeah. go. What was it for? Uh, how many was it total? Yeah. Uh, Askeladd says, what about London Bridge? I thought Canute had 4,000 men. So th- that goes to show, I guess, that Thorkell. I mean, how many men do you think Thorkell's worth? Oh, my gosh. There, I mean, there's no telling. If Thor's is worth whatever and Thor's was supposed to be just as good as Thorkell, then who, I don't even know. Yeah. I. It sounds, it sounds ridiculous. Yeah, I was going to say at least 500, which is stupid. <laughs> that is so dumb. <sighs> but when he starts swinging that log around, what can you do? Um. So, yeah, I mean, because Askeladd is like, well, what about London Bridge? Canute had 4,000 men. The soldier reports that they were defeated a long time ago. Yeah. And he's just one of the survivors, which also means cowards. He ran away. And, you know... Askeladd's face as soon as he says that mm-hmm. you know you know as soon as he said that Askeladd goes in his head 
fucking coward. Right. Doesn't say it out loud, but you see it in his face. He it has is, a reaction. It is all about how you phrase it there. You can't say, I'm one of the survivors. No. You have to say... I'm a messenger. You, you have to say, it was Lord so-and-so's last wish to send me on my way. Yeah. <laughs> or then, Prince Canute. Prince Canute. It was his dying wish. Whatever. Like, yeah. He was like, he was fleeing and he said that you needed to hear, like, to catch mm-hmm. up with the main army, tell them. He does not say that. No. He, instead, he lies. Now, we cut to Canute's camp where these idiots... Now, this is still the craziest part to me. They let Thorkel and a bunch of boats take them by surprise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they literally, with that man and multiple boats, snuck up on them. It's not like they were hiding in a forest. All they did was sail across open water. And then they're like, oh, whoa, how did you guys get here? Oh, so dumb. Thorkel is swinging his weapon of choice, a tree trunk. The battle is on. The soldier reports that Thorkel's men were all as strong as bears. That sounds like something someone would say who ran away. It, oh, my gosh, it does. Because I don't think that those, I mean, maybe those guys were pretty strong. You know, Thorkel, yeah, you can say that. None of the other ones. I saw solved. some of the guys yeah. that Thorkell was around. They seemed like just happy to have him there because they couldn't handle it themselves. Yeah. Do you rem- remember how bad they were at shooting arrows? So Ragnar runs for Canute, who is still just praying in his tent, until Thorkell tears it down. We cut over back to ask a lad who asked about Canute. Turns out he was captured and is now with Thorkell's army. Ooh. Um which yikes the remaining soldiers are trying to get him back but they are down to 400 men that's not a lot that's not against thorkel it's not a ton considering there were 4000 which means with 500 men thorkel and his boys took out 3600 now they did have the element of surprise on their <laughs> side <laughs> So, no, this guy, he's on his way to try and get the main army, but they would be happy to just have 100 more men. Now, I had in my notes, it's 99 now because they're killing each other. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Bjorn looks at Askeladd saying it's his decision, which, I mean, baller move by Bjorn to say in the first place. <clears throat> that goes to show that either Askeladd, like, has told Bjorn... Like, hey, if I do something stupid or you think something different, let me know. Dude, that's what's so cool about their little dynamic. Yeah. Is he's definitely, Askeladd definitely has respect for him. Right, because it's sure. like you said, you saw it on Askeladd's face when this guy said that he was a survivor. Bjorn says it's his decision, and Askeladd has no sense of like, yeah, bitch, I'm in charge. I know it's my decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he doesn't say it, no. So Askeladd says... Can you hear or can't you hear it, Bjorn? As he has a vision of a blonde girl. Right? Do you see that? Oh, I've actually got it pulled up right here. Let me see. Check it out. See if you see what I saw. It was very quick. I don't know what he was yeah. trying. You see it? Blonde, long hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not Canute, okay. right? It's a female. It yeah, it looks like a female. Yeah. I thought so as well. 
He says, the sound of the footsteps of Ragnarok. He takes his sword and in <laughs> one smooth swoop beheads the messenger. Get fucking wrecked. So satisfying. Now, Askeladd says to bury him in the horse he was riding. That seems a bit excessive. Horses have are like the most valuable things. Yeah. How does the horse get blamed for this? <laughs> this guy ran away. It's like he was... The horse was in on it. Yeah. Like, told the guy to run away with him. I mean, come on. Yeah, you kill the guy, I go, okay, yeah. That's just someone who saw right behind this phony baloney story. You kill the horse, and I go, you're going, you, you're going crazy. Yeah. Now, I mean, they always say you, you turn into your pet. People say that. So this guy, if the horse is his pet, maybe his horse was a runaway horse. We no, really man, know. I don't, with these times, everything I've been trained on, the only reason they would not take that horse, well, okay, here's the thing, they are Vikings, they sail, so they can't really take the horse on a boat, Horse, most horses aren't uh, down with that, but at the same time, horses are so valuable, just sell it. Yeah. Why well, would you kill well, the they, horse they and They don't sell it? anything, they just kill people. And take <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just such bad business. Uh, and maybe just to get rid of all the evidence. Sure. I don't know. Sure. He says they're going to save Prince Canute, that they are up against 500 of Thorkell's men, but they aren't going to ask for help. It's time to place our bets. Canute is second in line for the throne, and they're going to get a lot of money no matter which side they hand him over to. Oh, this is just a guy who is trying to wheel and deal. So yeah, he screw the horse. He could have a prince. Come on. Still, don't try and take up with the horse decision. It was a bad decision. He says, can you imagine the rewards we'd be granted? They can't let someone else take this opportunity. The man from earlier, he says, yeah, let's do it. Bjorn walks up and asks what he's going to do now that he stirred them up. Because he's like, we can't. <laughs> Bjorn's like, we can't do this, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And Askeladd, with just this crazy old man look in his eye, says, I don't know. This is the age of the twilight. Let's go out with a bang. Let's go out with a bang. So he, uh, this guy was thinking on that mountain, when, uh, on that hill. When Thorfinn got up to him, he was thinking. He was in his feels big time Oh God. last night. You got to kill him. You got to kill a crazy person that says, talk about the age of the twilight. You know what I feel, Askeladd, right now? Uh, this is why I'm worried. This is something that you would do. Well, th no, no, no. This is why I would do it. And I and I know the reason Askeladd did it. The night before, he was thinking of crazy scenarios to happen and be like, I would just love for this to happen. I <laughs> and it turns out the next morning, it just walks in front of him. And it is displayed in his eyesight, and he goes, well, that is a manifestation, right? I have got to do this. Right. And just does it, which I would, too. If I was thinking of it the night before, and a guy on a horse comes up and says that exact thing to me, what am I going to do? Cut his head off and, and go with my plan. Right. I'm the one guy who's in this little group, because that's the crazy... All these guys are so sold on... Valhalla, or they all think that they're like Dr. Jumba and think they're the toughest piece around. 
and I would you're not tough. I would no. I would hear this and I would just very, very sneakily slip away. <laughs> I'd be like, whoa. Because these guys were on the boat. They saw Thorkel. They saw him throwing trees. I'm not gonna if Ask the way Askeladd does this, does he seem kind of crazy? Yes. But is it motivating? Yes. I but see, I'm too yes. much of, I'm too much of a realist. They all get uh talked into by like the the if lore. I'm, if I'm trying, if I'm comparing two speeches, which it's not fair to compare Askeladd's to Erwin's, uh, Erwin would have had me ride. I would have assessed the situation. I would be like, "All right, I'm gonna die no matter what. Let's freaking ride, boys." This one, I go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, wait. <laughs> we have the whole world as our oyster, pretty much, and you want 100 of us to go f- infiltrate 500 of Thorkell's men." To save that prince, to, yes. well, to save the prince long enough to sell him off to whoever pays the most. Um, <laughs> hey, buddy, uh, ask Glad. I'll go kill the horse. Uh, I'll bear. I'll do it, guys. Next thing you know, I am riding off into the sunset. They go. Where did yeah, Bonnie go? You just ride off of the horse. It is funny because he does sound way too big for his britches here. It is very big for his britches. And if Bjorn wants to keep being my favorite character, he's gonna have something to say. Because he was already starting to say something, and then he gets cut off because they wanted to end the episode with that age of the Twilight line, let's go out with a bang. But Bjorn knows they can't do this. Yeah, but what if he just wants to go out with a bang, too? I don't know. Next episode is interesting. This is one of the episodes that I had kind of forgotten about, and I loved the rewatch of it. I like This was such a good episode. I'm so excited to watch the rest of it. Yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes. Now, Bjorn could, like, I would believe it if he's talked in by Askeladd, like, but he hears the speech. He hears the rah-rah speech, and then he's like, all right, come on. What are we going to do now? They're all excited. They're all asking me when we're going to leave. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, Thorfinn through this whole thing just looks kind of like, I don't know. How do you describe Thorfinn? He's never excited about anything. He's just, yeah, his face is kind of like, I don't know if this is a good decision. Yeah, but yeah. He maybe... knows it's dumb. And maybe he might be a little scared that Askeladd dies not from his own hands. Yeah, he's like, is it any easier to kill Askeladd because he's trying to do this? Maybe. Mm-hmm. So he's got a lot to think about, and I'm excited to see what all he comes to as far as decisions go. I want him to just go back home. Yeah. And kill Leaf. Well, Leaf, Leaf, Leaf is going to find him any day now. He's so looking. And he just might be looking around 500 of Thorkel's men. So they might. Yeah. We might just run into him. He might be a part of their crew. <laughs> all right. Check us out on all the social media at Ronnie and Chad. Go to the Patreon. Give it a try. Do it. Email us. All the links in the description below. We'll talk with you next week. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Jujutsu Kaisen. Juju. Peace. Peace.